Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Hello, everyone. Welcome to Children of Erte. We're so excited to bring you another uh, chapter of the story this evening. But uh, as usual, we will kick it over to Adam first for all of our sponsors. All right. The incredible sponsors that we've had for the entirety of this show so far. Thank you so much to Idol Champions. You can grab a code for an Electrum chest on the overlay, and I'm sure it is bouncing around chat as well. And if you're coming from Idle Champions, welcome. Stay around a little while and and see what's going on. Uh, this is uh, this is really uh, this is really getting good. So uh, so so check it <laughs> yeah. out. Ch- check it out. And uh, we also have Die Hard Dice, who has blessed us with, and again, thank you, Marcus Reedner, blessed us with uh, this week some Fate Finaglers. Finagler. Oh, that's good. That's I like good. that one. Fate finaglers uh, that we are rolling uh, week in, week out. And so thank you so much for that. Die Hard Dice, you can get 10% off a purchase by using the code Erte in the Die Hard Dice store. And I think we've got a giveaway that's going to be happening in the chat also. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And we <laughs> have the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because epic <sighs> games need epic sound. And I am Adam Bradford, the CDO at Demiplane. And you can find me on Twitter at Adam. We have several exciting things going on at Demiplane. So if you uh, like to play other games, like things in the world of darkness, there's some early access going on for Vampire Nexus right now. So many things to uh, keep tabs on. You can catch me on Dev Updates Tuesday mornings. So that was, yes, that was today, believe it or not. It's been a long day. But, um, yeah. but uh, those dev updates, that's where we share a lot of the news of everything that is happening. And uh, thank you so much for all the support out there during all these early access periods. All your feedback is great and very, very appreciated. And I am playing Silas Jordan, who is apparently stuck in a... Uh, <laughs> cave tunnel right now and uh to be honest he may just stay there for the entire episode <laughs> just completely locked down so let's see how it goes at this point i'm not sure i blame you um hi everybody i'm alicia marie you can find me on socials at alicia marie body i am a professional costume artist and rpg performer and you can find me here every tuesday and you can find me coming up soon every monday on the glass cannon twitch channel where we play traveler if you like sci-fi stuff and later this month i'll be playing radiant citadel with the dm Lauren Obo. That'll be every 
Friday. I think we're doing it. I think we're planning every Friday. But we're, that's what's coming up this month. So I'm really excited. Among other things, it's like we're we're like craziness, convention stuff, a lot of stuff happening in the nerdery community. Yay. Tonight, I am playing your deceptively strong, bird loving, spider hating attorney <laughs> for his Armstrong. <laughs> Hello, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on Twitter as at DreamWisp. You can find me streaming on Twitch as DreamWisp Jen. Um, I am also part of Vampire the Nightlife on Wednesdays on Renegade's channel. Uh, and I will also be joining Lauren and Alicia on Radiant Stories on Fridays. And I'm very excited about it. Um, tonight, however, I will be playing uh, your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. <laughs> I have... Hi everyone, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content coordinator over at Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, which some of you might know about. You can find me on Twitter as Obo Lauren, where I sometimes play Oboe as Lauren. Tonight, I'm playing Neb, who might be scared, but is gonna hide it really well. <laughs> and hi, I'm Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. I am a motion capture performer by day and by night. I like to play some D&D. And tonight, I will be playing uh, Robin Beckett, who has is starting to learn that happiness is being a granny. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and I am Deborah Ann Wool. I am an actor, a writer, uh, D and D and board game enthusiast, as well as professional. Uh, and I am your game master storyteller for this evening. So thank you again, players and everyone at home for joining in for another chapter. Please settle in, get yourself something warm and cozy to drink as we begin <laughs> the 14th chapter of Children of Verte. All right. So we usually start with our little recap. Remember where we left off uh, last time we got together here. Um, so what we had is we had uh, Robin and Feruza. You had chosen to stay um, on the other side. You had all climbed around and, and tried the other fork of these cart tracks and found an old tiny diorama that was sort of explaining how old miners would have uh, looked for gold, um, you know, within this kind of a complex. Um, so while Neb and Maeve decided to uh, spelunk their way through a sort of hidden passageway that they found at the back. Um, the three of you, Silas, Feruza, and Robin, had stayed behind. However, they were gone quite a while, and Silas, you eventually decided to follow as well. Meanwhile, what you didn't know was happening down there is that Maeve and Neb had found a very large sort of open, narrow chasm uh, in the center of this sort of rock <laughs> mountain. Um, uh, Neb had uh, 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 climbed down with uh, Maeve holding on the ropes above and discovered kind of a bone graveyard of different uh, animals, some things that might possibly have been human. Uh, just as Silas was beginning to approach and get to the the uh, final sort of section of this uh, cave system that he's climbing through, Neb heard a noise off to the side. Uh, you also all had noticed a bloody handprint on the wall, looked human to you, um, just across the way. Uh, so we'll start down there with Neb and come back and find the rest <laughs> of you. So Maeve, you're up above on belay. Neb is down at the bottom, crouched in a sort of sea of bones. Um, off down the ways in the darkness and you, you know you move your headlamp you all have these headlamps on to sort of try to gaze but it's so hard to make 
make out rock from bone. And um, there's this constant sort of drip from the stalagmites and coming, you know, the wetness of the walls or the humidity that's sort of been held in here. Um, and the noise that you hear is this sort of odd kind of clicking. Is the noise coming from the same direction as the bloody head handprint? The bloody handprint is, it's a little bit, it's the opposite wall. So it's about, you know, 10 feet across the bone graveyard um, from you. And that, and it is a little bit, maybe, you know, another 10 feet down in that direction. Okay. And so if I wanted to scramble over and get a closer look at the bloody handprint, it's, it's not yeah. terribly far? Yes. Uh, no, yeah, we're about 10, 15 feet from you. You'd have to get off of your ropes. I'm going to look up at Maeve and go, you wanted me to check out tracks, right? Um, you want to hang out for a yes. second and go, go check out a, a track? All right. And I'm going to... Do, do you want and, me to come with you? Um, Why don't you stay there and be ready to help me back up if uh, we get company? Yeah. It's right. going to be fine, though, your I'm ropes sure. Are, your ropes are still attached to the wall. You just have to unhook yourself from your, your harness. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure it's going to be fine. I'm just going to go take a quick look, okay? All right. I'm going to unhook myself and scramble. All right. Uh, Neb, as you sort of begin to make your way, kind of stepping over these bones, some of them are sharp and jagged, others are broken and crushed. There's a powder on the ground of crushed bone beneath you. Uh, Maeve, you see a little bit of light begin to peek through the the opening in the side where, where you and Neb had crawled through. Uh, Silas, you finally ahead can see this little opening and perhaps just the sort of, I guess the the uh, the platform where Maeve is standing is quite down below. So you can't see her yet, but you can sort of see that it's opening up and maybe you notice a little bit of light coming from up there. I'm gonna sort of reach for my, uh, the nearest sharp object, which is probably the letter opener. <laughs> Neb, Maeve, are you Linus? there? Yeah, yeah, it's me. It's me. It's me. Can, can I hear them before I? You can hear them. Yeah, okay. It's quite echoey in there. Your voice is travel. Is 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 everybody okay? Uh, we're fine. There's a there's a cave here. Just mind the uh, drop is all. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been in several caves. Uh, lately, um, is there, so everybody's okay. Miss Robin was really, really worried, and I said that I would go get you with with no qualms. I uh, I had no reservations about crawling all the way through all of it. All right, it's been Do a I... tight crawl, Silas. Yes, you Do hear I this. Hear yes, that? you hear this. Okay, thank yeah. you, Silas. I'll be there in a second. Yeah, we're, your voice bounces you off the walls. It's okay, I'll be there in a second. Where are you going now? Just just a few feet over here. Gotta check something out. So as you approach this handprint on the wall and you get closer, um, give me an investigation check. Oh, okay. Actually, would you would you roll that for me? I would happily um, roll it for you. What is your balance? Plus five to investigation. Plus five. Um, as you look at it, the blood does not appear fresh. It appears pretty dried. Um, 
it is not the full palm, but sort of the five fingertips. Um, and the main thing you're getting is it feels like something gripped this and perhaps lost some flesh stripped away uh, while it tried to grip the rock. I'm not going to touch it, but I, I will hold up my hand close to it, very well aware that I am on the small side and see if I can gauge how big this handprint is. It is larger than yours. Uh, definitely not, you know, not uh, giant, but you know, you would expect a, um, someone of Silas's height, maybe Feruza's height, someone, you know, who's a, has a bit more uh, uh, height on them. I'm gonna grab my phone, snap a quick picture, uh, yeah. using my headlamp to get as good of a view as it is possible. And uh -huh. yeah. Sorry, Lauren wants to flee. As it, Neb is going to stay as it and look flashes, <laughs> As it flashes, you hear again about five, six feet off in the darkness. With that, so, uh, we'll jump over what to do you say? Uh, Robin and Perusa. <laughs> Sorry, we'll go. If you want to finish up one last thing, then we'll jump to Robin and Perusa. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Uh, Maeve, what'd you say? Sorry. <laughs> I, I just asked what you see. Um, I got a picture. It's more what I'm hearing. Does Silas hear that real quick before we cut off? Uh, Silas does not hear okay. that. That is quite quiet and really right by Neb. Mm, um, okay, excellent. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna leave it right there for now and come back to uh, Robin Perusa. It's been a little while since Silas has left, um, but you know you been sort of waiting. Um, Robin, what is your perception of this? <laughs> Plus two. Plus two. As you're standing there in the dark and you and Feruza both have your, your headlamps sort of trained on this, this weird sort of tunnel entrance that you're not even sure what really lies beyond it, you suddenly hear behind your head I quickly turn and look quickly turn around, hovering about two feet away from you is a hummingbird. <gasps> oh, no way. What? 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 Yes. It's beautiful. A little, little blue and red and violet hummingbird in the center of this deep, dark cave fluttering just about two feet from your face. Oh, what is it, Robin? How is, is this possible? Harold? Harold, is that you? It's a Where's Harold? Where do you see Harold, Robin? Does she do? I point <laughs> out. I point out the hummingbird. Yes. in her headlamp, you now see this tiny, tiny little hummingbird, and it just seems to kind of flip side to side. It looks at you, jumps a little bit, down, looks at you, hovers. It's just kind of dancing. It seems to back up a tad. Back up. That's uh, Harold, Robert. like away from the diorama. Oh. You know, uh, just uh, Harold used to call me his little hummingbird because I can never stop moving. So maybe this is a sign. Because why would there be a hummingbird in a place like this? They would surely die. There's not enough sugar around. Oh, this thing is probably very hungry. Uh, uh, and she's going to pull out like a cough drop or whatever she has, which is as <laughs> sugar, sugary as it gets, and she's gonna hold it out and try to get close. 
You're gonna give it a pop, um, pop Robin. This is really irregular. This little cough drop out on her fingers. <laughs> the little hummingbird comes a little closer and just sort of, almost sort of, because um, they don't sniff, but you know, sort of seems to sort of probe it a little bit, and then again flits off, just just at the edge of your light. Ah, uh, can you talk to it? We don't have Neb here. Dang it! Oh, uh, well, I mean, does it does it seem like it wants us to follow it? I mean, maybe. It's, I just, this is so exciting to me. I just have to follow and I'm gonna like try to get closer. Yeah, as you step closer, it seems to get excited. It flits right and left all around and continuing to sort of back up. At one point it zooms around your head and it's little fluttering of its wings sort of blows your hair as it continues to kind of urge you back down the tunnel. Uh without a second thought, like Robin <laughs> is completely forgotten about what she was doing <laughs> and is going to blindly follow this bird. Yeah, I, I don't I don't even ask Feruza if she wants to follow. I'm just going. What do you do, Feruza, as Robin begins to stumble <laughs> into the darkness following this little tiny hummingbird? And Feruza looks, takes one look back at the tunnel that um, Silas disappeared into and she's like, but, Wait a minute, Robin, and she's gonna follow after Robin. Wait a minute, okay. wait. <laughs> as you follow it, it seems to go faster and faster as you kind of now starting to pick up your pace, a, a trot, a run down through this cavern. Suddenly it stops as Robin and, and Feruza, you make it right to this intersection. It stops right there, almost like hovering directly in front of your face. And you hear a crack from far, far above. The ground begins to shake underneath you as rocks begin to fall in just the place that you were standing not a moment ago. They fall heavy boulders crashing down around you. A gust of cold wind uh, flies down the elevator shaft, uh, down the, the tunnel, blowing the gusts of your hair falling back in your face as this little bird hovers in front of you. Robin down like, grabs below. her hat. Oh yeah. Just go ahead. No, hat. finish up, Robin. Go ahead. It just grabs her hat to keep it on and looks at Feruza without saying anything. And she just goes, Harold. What? <laughs> in the world? Look, the earth the is literally is crashing around us. Land, Can you tell Harold to help us? Shoulder, Robin. <gasps> oh. The bird will alit upon your shoulder and just sort of, you can feel just this like quivering. You know, it's not moving, but its energy is still, you know, like, uh, but you can feel the tiny, tiny little weight of it, the little tiny claws as they dig into the fabric of your clothes. Um, we will come right back to that. Uh, down below, all three of the rest of you also hear this crack, feel the ground shake. Uh, we'll start with you, Silas. Immediately, rocks behind you begin to start to fall, covering up the path that you have followed behind you. Uh, ahead, you can see things are starting to crack and shift to the side. You're I'm getting out. I'm getting out of the tunnel if I can. Fall forward. All right, fantastic. Yes. Uh, uh, because this is a squeeze, uh, please give me. We could do an acrobatics if you'd like. Not athletics. We could do athletics if you prefer. Uh, all right. Let me say which one I'm actually better at now that I have new abilities. It just depends how you do it. Yeah, You'll see. just have to flavor it for me. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to. Um, Silas is going to try 
um, uh, where he is right there. And he's just uh, thinking to himself about all the movies that he's seen where this actually, uh, you know, people actually get caught and how bad it is. So he's just trying to motivate himself as he's going. Um, and he's, uh, that is a 16 on acrobatics. 16 on acrobatics. So um, you have your pack in front of you because no one can squeeze through this space with their pack on their back. So you're either pushing it or you've somehow wrapped it around your legs and are pulling it. What's your preference? Definitely pushing pushing okay it's in front of you you hurl it forward it just comes flying Maeve and Neb as you feel the ground rock below you you look up you can see Silas's pack fly through the air and kind of come down landing on the bones below not too far from you Neb um Silas using the, your leg muscles you find whatever rocks you can and just push yourself as hard as you can forward twisting your body as acrobatically as you can to sort of uh, accommodate um you know, the jagged rocks on either side. You take only three points of sort of scrape slashing damage as you sort of push yourself through now. Um, however, you come out into open space. Please give me a dexterity saving throw as you have to grab onto the edge of this uh, crevice. Mm -hmm. That's a 19 on the That's die. a 19. So 24. <laughs> As you your your as your front body flies out, you again acrobatically spin the bottom half of yourself around. Your fingers gripping in as a rock come uh, falls down right behind you, um, covering up the space that you came through. Your fingers digging into the side of the rock, finding whatever handholds you can't you can. Your legs digging into whatever spaces they can down there. Maeve, you hold your balance up on there, but please give me a, a dexterity saving throw on that ledge. Uh, that is 21. 21, you keep your feet, you're able to stand and sort of ride it, but you can feel everything is shifting and cantilevering. Neb, please give me a dexterity oh, saving oh. throw down on the Oh, go ahead. I actually would like to grab the rope, and because I hear the cave in happening, I yes, I don't do. want to be on the thing that's going to fall down. Okay. Um. So gotcha. I'm going to grab the rope <laughs> and jump down to the ground. You got below. it. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, because of your training. So, and we'll say part of that dexterity saving throw is that as soon as you feel things start to move, you grab that rope and begin to start to kind of get yourself down, you know, safely as you're coming down that way. Uh, Neb. Dexterity saving throw, please. I actually got a 17. 17. You also are able to hold your feet. Um, Maeve, as you and Neb kind of get to the, to, you know, find your footing down there, you're about 15 feet apart as Neb's across the other side by the handprint. You're over by the ropes. You can look up and see Silas hanging from that uh, no longer an opening. All three of you, uh, Neb, as you, you know, turn back to where you heard this noise, there is just blank space. That sound seems to have gone away, but it is now replaced with another sound, a sort of far away shh seems to be getting louder. Does it? I, I think I'm hearing, uh, maybe there might be some water coming this way from the cave-in that just happened. Do you hear that? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, 14. 14? Yeah, sounds a lot like water. It is definitely getting louder. Uh, you can start to hear the slap of, of water across the edges. And as you look down at your feet, 
you can see little rivulets of water begin to pass by your sneakers. Oh, oh yes, yeah. It, um, something got dislodged, and I'm gonna scramble back for where they are because they're on at least a ledge to start. Well, Maeve, Maeve came down. I came down. <laughs> oh, to, okay. Because I, I was worried the ledge was gonna collapse. <laughs> but I can help get you back in your in your rope, and and we can go back up. Yeah, I think that's a, right. a good idea because I have no idea how much water is coming. Uh, Sight of hands or dexterity checks. Silas, if you can anchor <laughs> the rope. Uh, real quick, so is Silas elevated from the ledge that Maeve was you on? You are. So that that ledge that Maeve was on was about you know twenty feet below where oh, you came out, and okay. then another twenty to thirty below that is where now Neb and Maeve are. So you'd okay. have to climb down and yeah. meet them si in the middle. Silas, Silas is going to try to climb down where he can try to right. get them back up. So that is going to be strength check, athletics check from Silas. Um, the two of you getting everything hitched up as you're beginning to hear this water. Now you can really start to feel some spray on the side of your face and your clothes. You're going to get a little bit wet and just this sort of roar of something that is coming this way. Um, you start to see rats and bugs and things begin to run past you in the other direction. Um, I don't, I don't need to know what noise. they're saying to know this is this is bad. This is really bad. It's <laughs> not good. No. no. All right. Uh, slide of hand checks from the two of you as you harness yourselves in. What was your athletics? Uh, 15. And a we 15. get a bonus you from, from Robin still? Uh, from checks? Robin? Um, let's go or, ahead and do it. Let's go ahead and do an advantage slide of hand since you did get that training. I'm cool with that. So Silas, you begin to make your way down. It takes you, you know, six to 10 seconds, but you finally kind of make your way down, grab onto that top of that rope on the small ledge. What'd you get? I got a 17. Okay. I advantage. try and tie the knots and my hands are cold. It's been very cold <sighs> today and they're slippery. The ropes are slippery from the spray and I get they it on with advantage. Nine. All right, Neb. <laughs> You are hooked into that rope as now you see this wave of water and you catch Maeve's eyes as you both lock and you can just see in her eyes, she is not locked in. I'm gonna grab her. You got six seconds, I, you hold on to her? Uh, yeah, if I'm All locked right. in, I'm gonna grab her and say, Silas, grab the rope. Silas, you grab the rope. As the water slams into the sides of your bodies. Please give me strength saving throws to hold on to each other. Mm. You can each do it, as well as Silas up above. Oh, that's a nine. That's a nine from you. It's a 12 from me. It's a 12 from you, Silas. We are not the strong. It's mm, a 15. Okay. No, nope, it's a 15. Not. All right, Silas, you hold on to that rope as strong as you can. Uh, Neb, you begin to feel her hand, Maeve's hand, as it begins to slip through your fingers. Maeve, you grab as hard as you can onto any piece of clothing of Neb's, finally grabbing onto her foot. However, you are held in this rush of water as it begins to run past you, um, faster and faster, filling this space below. Um, it's you're holding on to Neb's leg, but you, neither of you are able to pull yourselves up out of this as it begins to rise, pulling you up, getting in your mouth, uh, making it hard to breathe. We'll come back to you in a moment. All right, back to Feruza and Robin at the uh, intersection. <laughs> you are 
safe from the falling boulders. There is cold draft of air that has sort of plummeted down from the direction of the um, chute. So the only the shaft, the only directions you can go would be back to the mine shaft and where you started, or back down that cart track that took you across the bridge. Oh, thank you, Harold. Oh no, the others. Farisa, what do we do? Ask Harold. Harold, what do we do? So Harold, does he answer it? No. Go ahead. He flies up <laughs> off your shoulder and begins to fly down towards the bridge. Quickly, we must go back the way we came to the bridge. We must go. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm following. I'm, I'm, I'll do You're whatever following? he says. Or... <laughs> All right, fantastic. We will leave that go. You have passed that bridge before. Both of you know the dangers of it, so we will fast track that a little bit, and we'll come back okay. to you now that we know that's where you're headed. All right, we have at least 20 minutes while they make their way down that cart track for now, following the hummingbird. Um, the waters now begin to still. Um, they sort of rock back and forth as you, you know, Maeve and Neb, you're sort of holding on there. Um, as this has been going on, you're each going to take a little bit of bludgeoning damage just because you couldn't get out of the water and it slammed you a little bit into the sides. Uh, not, well, that's seven each. Is seven there anything to tie? Water. Is there anything to tie yes. this rope off with where I am on the ledge? It, all, it already is, so it was set up for them to climb up and down, so it is securely in that stone. Um, and you are there also sort of belaying it, bracing it. Um, Neb has a pretty good handle on the rope, and Maeve has an okay handle on Neb's foot. Is um, How far down from me are they at this point? So the ground from you there is about 30 feet with this water in it. They now seem to have sort of risen up. They're only about 10 feet below as it all sort of begins to kind of sway back and forth in this space and is starting to settle. Um, now you can see floating carcasses of other animals uh, within Ugh. this space. Um, you know, you can still sort of see the bones and the mud and everything that's been mixed up in it. And you can see the sort of limp yet struggling bodies of Neb and uh, Maeve as they sort of float to a stop and pull themselves against the wall. Okay. Ugh. Sorry. Uh, uh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. And, and Silas, I'm doing it. Holding on. You're going to see Silas, like, you know, kind of oh, no. mock in the air, and then he's, yeah. he's going to send out some telekinetic force. It says that it can do anything yeah. that a normal human could do. And so what I'm trying okay. to do is while she's holding on, I'm trying to find the other uh, rope, like, end of the rope mm -hmm. and see mm -hmm. if this telekinetic force can try to uh, get it clasped in there into the thing that's going to secure her into Maeve's harness right that's correct basically you want it to try to hook Maeve in yes that's that's what I'd like to try okay, I can move it 15 feet uh, around okay okay um interesting um, so, yes, I mean, there are carabiners all along this track. Um, the one that Maeve was initially trying to hook into was the one at the bottom, but there's there are more kind of along this way as you keep sort of hooking and unhooking as you continue down each piece of it. Um, so, uh, yes, suddenly it seems as though not only are, are sort of 
you know, the rope being sort of pulled across and over, um, but you feel a little pressure sort of hook into your harness, Maeve, um, as this sort of invisible force straps you in to the ropes. There's something in the water. It, it, it's, it's okay, it's okay, it's me. <laughs> it's just my mind. That's not better. Uh, listen, I'm just trying to- I mean, it is, you. but it- yeah. It's better than a lot of the alternatives. Well, Silas, what are you doing? Any port in a storm, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, did you ask me what I'm doing? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, telekinesis, Kyle. How about the power <laughs> to move you? Wow, Kyle, what? Oh yeah, did, yeah. Did sorry, you get hit on sorry. the head or something? It's a, no, it's Silas, a really, you... it's a really old song. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> So ultimately, uh, no, I'm, I'm just trying to strap you in because um, we need to make sure that we can pull you up. But if you are just holding on to Neb, that's maybe not the best situation. No, that makes sense. Uh, Maeve, l let us know when you when you can let go of my foot, I guess. I don't know. Do I, do I feel secured? I mean, you are now strapped into the ropes. Okay. <laughs> it's up okay. to you as to whether you feel secure or not. It I is. It. <laughs> you're you're um, on the side of the, the rock wall, uh, so you have some handholds there, but you are still fully submerged in this in this water. Uh, now, Neb, you're noticing you were hooked into the lowest portion of this, uh, which means that you're feeling this like just to keep your head above the water is a strain. Um, you you know you're you're. Uh, latch is sort of stuck on one of the notches below and you would have had to have transferred it over to continue climbing. The moment that Silas Ooh. thinks that Maeve is, you know, secure, he's going to try to yep. start pulling on the rope uh, to, to at least okay. like try to pull them out of the water uh, one at a time. I, I'm, a, I'm a little fuzzy on like, are there two ropes or just one rope right now? So there, there's, there's one rope. Uh, at this point that they were sort of, you know, Maeve was on belay at the top, Nev was at the bottom. Um, right. They'd used, you know, sort of pitons to sort of hold it in place uh, and carabiners as well. And you sort of clip in and out as you get to each section of rock. Um, so uh, there's no pulling so much to do as you hold so that as they climb, if they stumble, they have, they don't fall very far. Now they're only 10 feet below you and they fall in water. Um, but you, you have certainly, you've hooked Maeve into the section where she can climb right up. The issue now is that Neb is hooked into a lower section and essentially needs to sort of unhook and rehook or figure something out so that she can actually continue up to the correct spot. I'll look over and see that Maeve is now at least safe without my foot. And yes. and say, Silas, pull up Maeve. I gotta unhook myself down here. I'm gonna take a really deep breath and look under okay. the water where I'm where I gotta unhook myself. All right, it's very muddy and hard to read. Give me a perception check. Okay. Sixteen. A 16. Uh, your eyes, you notice real quick, are not gonna be super helpful. So instead you kind of close, huge breath, close your eyes and just feel down the side of the rope until you can feel your rope and the carabiner where it is and where you need to re-hook it. Um, holding your breath, going down to do that. Let's give that another dexterity check, please. Sure. Uh, check or saving throw? Check. Actually, they're the same thing. 
it's an action. <laughs> That's a 16. You're doing it intentionally. Oh. Okay. Pretty quickly and easily holding onto the two, you undo the one. Luckily, the current of this thing, it's sort of just an ebb and flow now. It's not a super uh, strong current. So it doesn't pull you away during the moment that you're unhooked. Um, you can undo one before you, you know, you can do the second one before you undo the first one so that you're never fully released. Uh, and you are also now free to climb to the top and you are on belay from Silas. Is Maeve up to the, the ledge? Maeve, are you say? climbing up? Okay. Uh, okay. Athletics check. Advantage. With the water, is there anything floating on the surface of it that's like washed in any debris or anything? That's. Um, I see. You, you do see like carcasses of rats and um, some other kind of uh, uh, maybe even. Um, squirrels and small sort of animals and things like that. Um, some of the bones that are more hollow are floating. Um, if you want to get see. Give me, give me an investigation check for that. Um, I'll let you roll that. It's uh, okay. plus three. Plus three? Mm -hmm. um, so the only thing you see that sort of stands out for you um, is what appears to be kind of the glint of a very old lantern. It's again, far off on the other side. You only can just sort of catch it in your headlamp, um, but just a little like a brass, you know, old timey lantern is sort of caught in the debris at the other side of this, this now, this lake. Okay. I'm gonna climb up then. Climb up, athletics, it. please. Advantage athletics from each of you to climb. I will also start to climb. <laughs> I'm going nowhere. Going nowhere. <laughs> Maeve, you took a hard hit, right? I mean, I did. it's hard. You're sopping wet. You're much heavier now with all of your wet clothes, and it's just proving too difficult to pull yourself up on these ropes, climbing these rocks. Neb, how'd you do? Uh, thank you, Robin, once again, for all of your teachings, because I got a 13. Okay, um, just, <laughs> it's also not easy. <laughs> you you don't look particularly graceful doing it, but you just get like one hand, the other hand sopping wet as you pull yourself up onto this ledge, sitting down by Silas's feet. But you can see that Maeve is just sort of breathing heavily, still down in that water. Um, Silas, can, can I help at all? get Maeve up here out of the water. I don't want anyone the, to be staying in there. Yeah, the problem is the leverage isn't really working for us right now. Um, I said, oh, maybe this though, and I'm going to unspool the paracord um, that okay. I have used multiple <laughs> times. And then I am going to, um, I'm going to try to see if I can secure it uh, somewhere up where we are um, a, uh -huh. alongside the other rope just for temporarily yeah. to where it doesn't like fall out of our hands and into the water and yep. then uh try to get the other end of that down near um uh mave and just see if there's anything that we can actually do to to help pull up in addition to her own uh, strength with her legs absolutely so um yeah there's you have all kinds of pitons and things that you've all used to climb and set this whole system up so you have other you can absolutely tie that in we won't do a check on your knots you've been trained and you're being careful um and so yeah we send it down to you Maeve. you see this this paracord come you can 
attach it to yourself? How would you like to do? Um, so I'm clipped in, right? And then you're I'm clipped need into to the ropes, to... so you can't. Um, no, that you could stay clipped into the side. This would just give you. They could give you some of their strength as you okay, are climbing. Um, then help. I'll attach it, I guess, to my harness. Okay, great, fantastic. All right, uh, let's do another athletics check for uh, Maeve, and we can add Silas your uh, strength bonus. Yeah, just a plus one. All right, plus one. Um, at this point in time, though, well, as she's getting yeah. ready to do it, um, I'm yeah. just going to say, Maeve, listen, priorities here. I just have a, a quick, quick question. Did anybody see any letters? No, I saw I, I saw the number five, Silas. That's all we saw. But no other letters? <laughs> no, okay, we were, okay. were a little busy. All right, listen, listen. Now that that's out of the way, Maeve, seriously, you can do this. I know you're cold and wet, and that is the worst way to be. But um, you've, you've got a little bit of help here. You're going to be able to make it. The main thing, just take take some deep breaths as you're going. And and Neb, Neb especially, has got you. So, so it, it's, right. it's going to be okay. And I'm going to uh, inspire her. So a D6. You have a D6 to add. Nev, do you have a strength awesome. bonus? Uh, no. Nope. Okay. Nope. My strength is a negative. Is there another way that you, is there another way that you would like to help? Um, I think Neb at this point would be trying to keep an eye out because the, the water is swirling and still moving. Yes. So keeping an eye out if there's like debris coming that would hit Maeve and, or, you know, okay. distract or uh, anything that would get in her way while she's trying to do this. Just, you know, I'm gonna gotcha. grab a floating stick out of the water and start pushing anything that's coming her way. Okay, great. So uh, Maeve, where do you get to with, uh, with that inspiration? It takes me to a 10. To a 10. All right. Uh, so with the help of uh, Neb, let's see, you're you know trying to drive away the debris. Um, we'll give you an intelligence. What is your intelligence modifier? That's a plus three. That'll 13. get you to 13. So instead of this debris knocking into you every time you try to grab something and help yourself up and kind of making things harder for you, Neb is able to clear the way. You get a little bit of a boost of a pull from uh, Silas as you begin to try to climb again. Um, and as well, this time around, he lets you know that you can do this. And this time, with the last ounce of strength, you pull yourself up onto this ledge with the other two. Oh. That that got real bad real fast. Thanks for coming after us, Silas. Uh, yeah, uh, sh sure thing. Um, not to be, you know, that guy right now, but um, how in the hell are we going to get out of here? That's that'll be next. But um, at least now we've hopefully got a moment to look around and figure that out. And. Uh, Neb wants to take a look around. You had mentioned that when we got down here that there was that, it was cold. There was that cold breeze yes. that had flown through. Yes. If I think back to the, the winding tunnel that we just took to get in here, is it possible that uh -huh. we are at the bottom of the crevasse that I looked down that had the rusty piton at the top of? Let's do, let's do an investigation for that. Okay. 
Uh, I would love you to roll that. It's plus five. No, you got it. Plus five. I was doing one of these. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, may I add you are to that definitely, yes. reminding people that they were supposed to be mapping as we went, and maybe we can figure out if the <laughs> maps that we were drawing overlay with kind of where we've had who, tunnels. Yeah, who has your notebook, Neb? <laughs> uh, actually, I'd given it to Silas because... Yeah. I'd given it to Silas. Silas is dry. Yeah, because (laughs) I then turned into a rat and ran off, but I never got it back. So yeah, Silas would have my notebook. Silas has your notebook. Um, So yeah, so with that, uh, what is your intelligence bonuses then as well, Maeve? Or your, yeah, you're you're just a intelligence. Intelligence, uh, plus one. Yeah, plus one. All right, so we're at a a plus three, plus four to all of this. Okay, great. you definitely can tell you've gone down. And then plus, obviously, this is further down. You don't think you're low enough. It's possible that it connects with that crevasse, but this doesn't feel, it feels like you went, you're too far out. Um, so this isn't a direct connection. This isn't like one of these other holes will just, you know, you're 10 feet away or something like that. Um, okay. Uh, but you are definitely lower than you were before, lower than where that crevasse is. Um, it does feel like you're cold down here. Now that you're wet, you're shivering a bit uh, in this in this sort of new atmosphere. And yes, it was it was sort of freezing outside, warm in those center sections. And the deeper you've gotten, the colder it has gotten. Um, See, there is sort of this gradient of temperature as you're working your way through, um, but you don't you don't get the sense that you know where that crevice is from here. You notice that once he is able to just kind of catch his breath for just a moment, uh, Silas is frantically looking around and packing, uh, patting the rock and everything. Wait, where's my bag? Your bag went to. Uh... Oh, is oh, it? Oh yeah. Do we see his bag it's anywhere? probably somewhere in the. It's in the water. Uh, you want to give me an investigation? Let's do an investigation for it. I'll you, see. Can, you can roll we'll that. Um, let me do it. I'll see if it's close. I'll I'll definitely what help is your him friends? with with uh, my plus, plus five. Four is what Silas has. A plus four and a plus five, so a plus nine. As the, as the two of you just suddenly sort of scan your 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 headlamps across the top of this water. Um, at the far end, you think maybe down to the left, you can see where this, the sort of wall of this space is. Um, and there's just a little bit, a little hint of maybe some of the reflective material that was on backpack that you can How just see as if it's gotten caught like 40 feet, 30 okay. to 40 feet. I, 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 I'm so sorry, I, I, I have to get it. And um, with the ritual, I'm going to start just reaching out my hands and then I'm going to put my finger, wait, this always helps too. I'm going to just reach out and I'm trying to move the telekinetic force to retrieve the bag. It can go within 60 feet. Oh, okay. okay. You mean with so, your mind, you're... okay. I was, I was afraid <laughs> no, you were going to go I, diving I on in. in. that water. That I completely agree, but I got nervous for a second. No, that's a much better idea. 
So now when you say you're starting the ritual, do you mean you're going to take 20 no, no, minutes no. To um, or 10 minutes to so, do this? So no. with that, the, I have that up for an hour. Okay, good. Um, so so oh, great, as great, I cast it, I have that available to me for the, for the next hour. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, as it happens slowly, almost as if something is pushing it towards you, the bag of its own accord seems to just sort of slide across the water, up towards the side, and raise up into your hand. Oh, thank goodness. I couldn't lose you, okay, too. <laughs> we'll pause here for a moment. Let the three of you start thinking about your predicament and what you might want to do next as we join Robin and Feruza. You came to the open bridge. Feruza had a couple of uh, traumatic memory flashes, um, but uh, carefully crossed the bridge uh, to the yeah. other side and made mm -hmm. it down towards the end, uh, pulling you all this way, sort of beckoning. As you get to the point where the water had covered up the tracks, you now see that the water is gone. Wow. Robin? Yes. And Fruz is going to turn to Robin and like place her hands gently on her shoulders and say, I want you to answer one question for me. Do you truly believe that this is Harold and that he is not just some bug that we are thinking is Harold that just led us in the wrong direction? I feel it in my heart and I feel it in my bones. It's Harold. Okay. So now we're across the bridge. We're even farther from the rest of our crew. And the water that was here is gone. What are we going to do, Robin? Well, you you said I told you it wasn't safe when the water was there. But the water is gone. It's, it's another sign. We must go <laughs> through this tunnel. Are you ready? What do we see when we look in the tunnel down there? <laughs> do we see anything since the water's gone? Oh. <laughs> The cart tracks take a steep turn down. Uh, it does, the, the, you know, everything gets a little bit tighter, not tremendously so. There's still about, you know, four and a half, five feet of headroom. Again, Farooza, you've been stooping in a lot of these caves as it is. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the cart track, it becomes more about just sort of the width of the tracks and about four and a half feet tall um, and just kind of goes down and seems to turn into the earth. Okay. So, so we can. It's we very like this. You, you wouldn't. I mean, Robin could probably just, you know, stoop. You'd be bent over a little bit more. Um, yeah. But you know, the everything is. It's very wet and slick. You hear constant sort of dripping. Something is happening. From, you know, within. I mean, this that that water must have gone somewhere. Where do you think it went? I don't know, on vacation? I mean, come on. I <laughs> okay, okay, logic thinking, calming down, breathing. We have Harold. We are smart, capable women, Robin. Yes. We have done and experienced some amazing things in our lives. Yes. This is nothing. Yes. That's right, Feruza, you've got this. Why don't you go first? <laughs> okay, keep that thing on your shoulder. And Bruce is gonna fix her little headlamp thing. Yes. Right. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Bruce, <laughs> you double over. 
crouching, almost kind of moving forward in a crouch so that you can, you know, make your way. It is slick and slimy. Every surface seems to be covered with, you know, some kind of algae or sort of sickness. Every once in a while, as, as you're moving down, Robin, you're following behind. Yes. Just double checking. Yeah, you didn't me, leave her. To... <laughs> okay, I'll hold on to yeah, um, like shirt or something. Every, every once in a while, you know, Feruza, as you're coming along, you kind of startle a little bit as you see one of these snakes that bit into you. It just sort of quivers and flops a little bit at the side, um, you know, seemingly, you know, sort of gasping. You see its sort of gills on the side, kind of. <laughs> as it sort of, you know, dies in the corner there without water. Uh, you avoid it, <laughs> I assume, <laughs> oh and continue forward. Okay. Um, after about five minutes walk, um, you can see ahead that the tracks seem sort of ripped up and uh, almost sort of bent in an odd position. As you come up closer, you can see that there's a sort of a newly hewn slash in the rock. Um, and sort of glancing across, again, you see this sort of like, it's only about two feet across. You can see the wall in front of you. But as you look down, you see the continuing tracks and the hole that sort of continued. But it's about five feet to the left, as if this whole area just shifted to the side. All right, you know, I was an insurance risk surveyor for three months, and it taught me a lot. This is definitely not good. <laughs> do you think, Robin? Um, do we, okay, on that wall, do we see anything in the wall? Can we, like, uh, touch the wall? Can, I mean. Yeah, give me an investigation check. Okay. This is rare. <laughs> Feruza has not been investigating much. She's not great investigating for some reason. Let's see. Maybe. Oh. Okay, 12. <laughs> That's okay. Um, you, you know, you sort of, you know, move your hand around to the side and feel the, the edge of the wall. It's pretty sheer. Um, you know, this thing just kind of got pulled apart. Um, but there are handholds. Um, okay. And again, it's only, you know, it's only about two feet wide, this space. The other wall, you can reach out and touch the wall opposite you with your long okay. arms. Um, okay. It's just that the, the continuation of the cart tracks and you can see little bits of the metal that got, you know, ripped apart. It's just five feet down across the way. Okay. Um, Fruz is gonna sort You're looking of- Looking down, down. You, you can't see how deep this is. I can't see how deep, we can't see it. You can't see how deep it is. Okay. Nothing. Can't see anything. Robin, do you feel anything? Right now, I think we have to rely on perceptions that we did not have in our usual life. Because you never know. Right? You're right. We've got Harold. And she's going to look at Harold. <laughs> <laughs> Harold can fly. Harold flies right out into this crevice and continues down towards that other opening. All right. All right. We have to trust Harold. Yes. But so. at the same time, and I'm going to say this, at the same time, it's not lost on me that our loved ones are the ones that gave us these tickets in the first place. So what's going on? Why would our loved ones bring us to this? 
things to think about. Let's go. <laughs> All right, we follow Harold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How do you want to do this? Are you going to just free climb, brace yourselves, jump? How do you want to do it? Uh, okay. We can't tell how far it is. We can't just jump if we don't know how far it is. Um, you can't tell how deep it is. It's okay. it's two feet wide and five feet down. <laughs> so oh, um, it's like, you know, there's like a little hallway. We can make and that. And you want to you go. We can make that jump. Right. Yeah, right? let's just jump over then. Yes, I, I'm feeling strong and ready. Are you sure? Uh huh. <laughs> okay. This makes me really nervous, Robin. I, I, I don't like to ask, like, talk about age because it has nothing to do with, like, ability, but it makes me feel bad, like, asking you to jump something so far. Do, do you feel like you can do this, Robin? You, you, huh? Yes, I mean, it's, it's only two feet I, I can make it and just a little extra jump should be okay. should be fine if, if we think about you know i was a substitute physics teacher at one point <laughs> and if we just physics. look at we call it the date equation you know when you jump it's it's d equals one half times the you know that I, okay my memory is a little bit hazy <laughs> but i know we can make it we can should we take like a running start and then that'll help sure? yes all right Let's back up and we let's back up and then we're just going to run right. and Fruza's going to go. All right, Fruza's going to go. All right, Fruza, um, as you sort of get as far back now, it's this diagonal that you're going to try to make. So it's almost like parkour. You're going to kind of yeah. like try to diagonal and like hit the wall and pull yourself in and around. Um, yeah. So yeah, give me, you can choose athletics or acrobatics. I don't want to choose anything because I don't trust my dice. You want to choose anything? <laughs> okay, I'll choose um, athletics. Okay, athletics. Parkour okay. away, please. Oh, wow, natural 20, 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Rosa, despite the fact that there is nothing beneath you, you just vault yourself into this skinny little space and almost like a you know, like a, like an acrobat, you sort of brace yourself X-wise on either side, which allows you to kind of back and forth, back and forth, kind of wiggle your way and just lightly pull yourself into this other space. As you stick your head, you know, back into the open space and look down the five feet, you can just see Ron's head sticking in, looking across at you as well. But you Whose head? Robin's. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say, excuse me. <laughs> Okay. Harold is just fluttering in between you two. Robin, I failed, Jim. How did I do that? Okay, your turn. Because you believed in yourself. And uh, Robin is going to, knowing she doesn't have a lot of strength or athletics, yes. she's going to pick up yes. a, a loose rock and she's going to yes. throw it across and she's going to know that, well, D equals one half T squared. So yeah. if it's one half times squared, it took exactly two seconds for that to fall. So I know if I go at the rate of, all right, and I'm using my intelligence <laughs> to make this jump. Okay. I'm happy with that. Um, well, let's see. We're going to do, we're going to do an intelligence athletics. Okay. This is a, we're going to do okay. our fancy 5e mix and match yeah. that we can do. Um, so yes, if you, I don't know if you, do you have any training in athletics or any proficiency in athletics or acrobatics? Nope. 
Nope. Okay. Nope. So you get no bonuses, but it is an intelligence check for you. Oh um, we'll go ahead. So it's just your flat intelligence okay. modifier. I'm going to use my die hard for this. Because <laughs> if I fail, I will die hard. <laughs> you will die hard. Oh, plus three is a 16. Is 16. All right. You also take a couple of steps back. And as you sort of hurl yourself forward, doing calculations in your brain, it's not about strength or agility. It's about, you know, testing the wind and making sure that you twist at just the right moment. And you very lightly sort of land on the other side, uh, also having used a little bit of the sides to kind of push yourself around, but using math. To get across this space. Remember, kids, math is All important. Right. Math Robin is uses important. the power of math. <laughs> Yay. I love it. That was incredible, Robin. Um, uh, you were incredible, too. I'm so excited. Let's keep going. Okay. Where's, where's Let's keep going. So keep tracking. Harold floats up, and we're going to say, uh, does the little flutter in your face again, uh, uh, Robin, just to give a little, you know, like whiff of air towards you, um, and then continues to sort of guide you down this way. You walk for another five, ten minutes. Um, and just before we leave you to go back and see how the others are doing, the cavern opens up. The cart track stops at the foot of a statue. It's very tall. This space has really opened up. This statue is probably 10 feet tall, five feet wide. It is covered in etchings and markings that look sort of rune-like, tattoo-like over its entire body, this stone statue. You can see that behind it, this cave comes to an end. All there is is sort of the back of this cave, but it is mostly blocked and obscured by this statue standing in the center of this cavernous space. Others, um, so Silas, you have retrieved your backpack. Uh, you are sitting on the ledge with a very wet Neb and Maeve. Um, you are all beginning to shiver a little bit now that you're, you know, sort of cold and wetness is seeking into your bones. Um, what would you like to do? I've turned on my flame fist for whatever heat we can get. <laughs> sure, I'm sure. I'm just kind of holding it in, in the middle of the three of us going, well, mm -hmm. I mean, we could try to start a fire or we could try to get out of here. What do you think? Well, a couple of things. Um, so that lantern I saw floating, the brass lantern, uh -huh. That looked like one of the lanterns that we saw in the, the, the diorama settings, that first cavern before the, like... It I certainly it's... looks more like one of those than the more modern ones that are part of your packs. All right, so I certainly don't know where this leads, but there's a chance that that belonged with the other museum goodies and could have flown, not flown, but... Uh, like been swept down here when the yes, thank you. whatever uh, happened uh, happened. It's like yes. somebody so hit there's a lever a... and the water came down here, and then now we've got to hit another lever somewhere where the water will go back, like in all the games. Oh no, don't it's tell possible. me we're in a water temple. No. Silas. 
you this might have the pipes right. that you need to align in the correct <laughs> but certainly it, i wish i, I could I, do that puzzle i love that i did that once for no, i love well, that another story um yeah pipe game, no, sure. um, love it. uh on the airte save it for on the airte on the airte um <laughs> but uh also has the water level changed at all is it at the it highest not. level it, it seems right, so like the it water has is settled. Not it is still here. swirling. It is not draining. And that means that wherever it flowed down from went uphill, right? And could lead us to back toward where the museum goodies are. Does that make Maybe. sense? I, I think so. We've definitely gone down since we crawled through that tunnel to come here so if we're looking to get back to where we came from up I don't know if we can go directly up but if we think going where the water came from will get us up there it's what, what is actually directly up like just the directly up. cavern so scene? directly up yeah I mean so you know again about 20 feet up from where you are is the now defunct entrance that you used um you had when you initially came through seen that there are other passages leading off of this thing. You think this is the stope where the gold is. Um, uh, in fact, that's fine. Um, but yes, up up above you, you have not seen it yet, um, but would just be the ceiling. No one has sort of investigated up there yet. Um, uh, you also know that most of the ceilings in here are covered with bats or something like that, which makes them a little uh, a little hard to gauge. But uh, yes, it would just be the ceiling of this, this stope. And do we have any sense uh, from uh, uh, where the water came from? Or is the water so high at this point that all we see is an enclosed area in, in front of us and, and above so, us? So um, you know it came from the right from where you're standing right now. Um, you know, it came so it kind of sort of sweeping in from there, but it's, it's, this is a large enough cavern that your headlamps do not illuminate the whole space. So you're not quite sure, but it is down to the right is where this water came in from. I have no idea if this is gonna help at all, but is it salt water or fresh water? <laughs> you wanna lick your fingers? Um, it feels fresh, fresh watery to you. <laughs> it does not taste salty. It tastes gritty <laughs> and mm. uh, a little bit, little bit green, little algae, algae mm. flavor to it. I don't know. How maybe. far is the water compared to the ledge? It's like about ten feet below the ledge. Ten feet below the ledge. Okay. Um. Ooh. Well. Now, do you think you can turn into a dolphin? Ah, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else Wait, it can, can turn dolphins into. Wait, like, but dolphins have to come up to breathe. Maybe it should yeah. be like a crab. Wait, do crabs have to breathe? Uh, yeah, they're, uh, but some of them I think are amphibious. But I don't know if I know enough about crabs <laughs> to pick one that is. And if I pick the wrong, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm, I don't, I don't know if I can, I mean, All it right, could be worth let's... a try. Maybe a fish, maybe what kind of fish do I know? Do, do we want to, what else did you see down there? Oh, when I, 
went down. Mm-hmm. So I'll fish out my phone, which I got a picture of, but everything got wet. Is it still a functional phone? As long as you try and plug a charger for me, right away. Let me see. Oh, it is not a functional phone. I'm so sorry. You had it still out when this came, and it just like unless you've got you know a bowl of rice and you can leave it overnight. <laughs> we probably I have rolled. flour or rice Maybe. or something in our bag. I rolled very low. Uh, I'm, that is I don't a think waterlogged phone. I don't. I don't think my berries are going to fix this. Okay. All right. Well, maybe later. So there was um, a handprint, and it kind of looked like not like someone had paint on their hand and put a mark, but almost like someone had grabbed onto the side of the rock, trying to hold on. Like it was just the five uh, fingerprints, essentially, and a adult hand of some sort. It did look like blood, though. Dried blood? But I I don't know if I could tell how old. Well, I mean, what what ate all these creatures that all these bones are down there? I mean, there's got to be something. Well, I, I heard a very concerning noise just before the water happened. Wait, you heard something? Like, what if it's still down in that water? Or maybe it that- died in the water. I mean, maybe both. What if also, it's a crab and it got stuck at the bottom? And since crabs have to breathe, it's probably dead down there now. Well, Maeve's going to take out her boot flask and just like... <laughs> well, if it, was a, if it was a crab, it was the kind of crab that could growl. So I don't um, think so, or at least... A bear crab. I mean, who knows in, around here? I'd definitely like to meet a bear crab. But it was a concerning noise that I was about to address when everything turned into water world. So I really don't know if it was that noise that was eating all the bones or if this is maybe... The water might have saved your life. Maybe. Uh, maybe it's sentient. What if we talk to the water? I'm going to look over the edge at the water and go, hello? <laughs> I mean, maybe this I is the, the abyss. Silence. I don't know. Hello? Maybe. I love that Silas's response to like the absolute terror of being caved in. There's <laughs> no way out is to just be like. I love it though, because I feel like Silas is doing that because the best way to get Neb out of being scared is to make her curious Potentially. about Potentially. Yeah. Well, you're picking up on that subtlety. There you go. No, like you, oh, it's. And Neb is definitely getting distracted from being. Uh, very, very scared to, oh, well, we're safe now, so I can be curious about things again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the water does not respond <laughs> mm. to your inquiry. Like, do you Did... do you have like a hip flask? or a, uh, you know, like a... Me? That one was a flask that I had in my boot. It was a boot flask. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is you got any more of that anywhere? I mean, I it, it's it been a long day. I hand it over. <laughs> and then I, I don't put my be mouth careful. on it. It's strong. I, I just like drop it in and then give it back to her. I appreciate that. We appreciate not dying. Yeah, teamwork <laughs> keeps us all alive. I hope I hope Robin and Feroza are okay. That, that was sounded... what I was gonna say. Did anything dislodge with the cave in? So it obviously closed the tunnel, but did anything get knocked loose that maybe was covered up before? Hmm. Uh, let's do a perception check on that one to see if you notice any difference. 
want me to do it? Do you do you want to roll it? That's sure. Uh, What's your um, it's a uh, plus one. Plus one. So looking around, you know, you hadn't done a really concentrated look, you know, to sort of mark down all these different tunnels, but just your sense, memory, your spider senses, spidey senses, things look the same to you above this level. Okay. Um, so sort of, you know, where the the old passage was, where definitely that's been caved in, everything above it, you know, in the kind of like spot the difference picture of your brain, it looks the same to you. Okay. Well, do we want to go swimming again or do we want to try to climb to one of those other tunnels? I definitely don't want to go in the water if there, we can prevent it. There aren't any of the foam rocks nearby, are there? Um, what is your investigation check? <laughs> 16. 16. You don't see any floating rocks okay. um, that, that appear to be like that. Uh, really, the only object that is not natural is that lantern across the way. Listen, all we have to we do, can let you, yeah. MJ the goat said, always turn a negative situation into a positive situation. Was that your pet? Are you no, suggesting no, no, no. I turn into a goat? I mean, I've heard that they can climb things, but well, I, mean, I you didn't. Could t I, I hear that they scream like a lot, like so much. <laughs> That's but, only the ones that you see on TikTok. Uh, yeah, maybe. But no, no, no. I'm talking about, you know, ball, b-ball. Sometimes I dream that he is me. I want to be, I want to be like Mike, right? Like, no, nothing. I, I, Nothing. You're going to tell me you're King James fans or something. Anyway, with this. Now, you know, I'm just thinking about that, though, that what he said there, he wasn't really specific as to how you change the negative situation into a positive situation. But if we just do that, it's just reverse the polarity. Sure, sure. Yeah. I like that. Let's do it positive our way out of Does this. Does that mean we're climbing up? <laughs> I think I agree with you that swimming sounds bad and I'm having a hard time picturing myself as a fish. I just can't think of one the same way I could uh, the rats. So I'd rather go Maybe up there's and down. Climbing, you know, rock climbing sort of things on the ceiling, anchor points and stuff. <laughs> I mean, what if the rats? Well, no, that's probably beyond their capabilities. Never mind. Um, I sadly look at the the rats that got swept away. I'm like, yeah. Oh. Mm. Wait, do you recognize any of them? They had names. Uh, when <laughs> Silas says that, went to the party. Mm -hmm. When Silas says, "Do you recognize any of them?" Neb very, very consciously stops looking, and says. Okay. Probably. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So wait, I... we've got we've got lantern evidence now and the dead rat evidence that we're at the party that this probably came from like higher. We've definitely so, gotta go up. Yeah. Quick okay. question for the DM. Yes. Uh yes. just so I know where to go with this. Um, did we at all yes. get a short rest 
I know we had talked about it a couple times, but it wasn't not. Sure. Okay, just making sure. I don't believe you did take it. I don't I believe. I didn't think so either. So just making sure. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, do do we need to do we need to just take a quick breather here before we try to do this? Because I mean, I don't think the water's moving. We're not going anywhere, and it's not like Miss Robin or Feruza can get to us easily. So maybe we should just take a little bit of a breather. I'm going to look around, avoiding looking at any of the dead rats. Does yes. it, do I see any reason why we would need to move quickly? Do I see rocks dislodging? Do I see anything in the water? Any reason Perception why we should be worried? Okay, here we go. You want me to run it? Yeah, plus five. Okay. Um, right now, it seems like the water is starting to still. It's becoming more sort of a steady lake. Um, you know, you see of some of the rats and things that have figured out how to like climb onto the edge of the stones and kind of get up out of the water. Uh, you know, the rocks, there's no sort of current crumbling or, or anything. Um, the only thing that concerns you a little bit is this was a dry space that had no water before. You don't know what the long-term effect of that will be, but for now, short-term wise, you feel pretty good. So wait, does that mean that there are live rats down here? There is. There are a couple of live rats climbing up the, you know, jumping up onto some of the, the sides of the walls. They're pretty panicked. Yeah, they're there. that's okay. They're not the only rat who's panicked. Um, so yeah, Neb takes this listen and look around, making sure that we're in a safe place. Sees that there is actually some live rats, mm -hmm. and gonna call out to them and say. Hey, do you need any help? We can try to help each other. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna speak with them. <laughs> um, you hear of the like we'll say there's like two that are sort of struggling. One that sort of jumped up on another one that's trying to sort of crawl its way out. Uh, grabs onto the tail of the other one and kind of helps it up onto uh, you know one of the other tiny little ledges on the side of this sort of shale um, you know uh, rock wall um, as they hear you they both sort of stop stand up on their hind legs and the nose and they go oh a little voice off in the distance hello oh we saw you at the party yeah I'm okay uh, we're mostly okay are you okay oh okay because I think we lost some of my cousins. I'm sorry. Is that me? Sorry. <laughs> Let me fix the squealing. I'll be right back. <laughs> and I, I'm going to turn to Feruza and Silas and say, I'm going to, I'll translate everything they're saying, but they're doing like a, a, a morning keening wail. Oh, hey, it'll, hey, 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 hey. it'll stop in a second. Uh, but, hey, yeah, know, maybe we're back. Maybe ask the screaming rats. Like, yeah. say that the prophet must get out of this place to continue the work and that they should tell us how we can get out of this place. And I'll turn back to the rats and say, <laughs> do you have any idea how to get out of here? Um, as they kind of look up, they kind of go, uh, you know, oh, lots of ways. Most are real small. Hmm. Okay. And they, you'll even see they kind of nose towards a, a tiny little like hole in the side of the rock that's barely rat sized. Uh, but that that seems to be their destination. Okay. 
Uh, do you happen to know any of those bigger holes lead somewhere safe? Because we're not going to fit in that one. <laughs> um, they kind of go, safe? <laughs> okay, that's, that's, that's fair. Um, do you want to ask about the, the, the creature you might have heard? <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah. Great idea. Um, there's got to be some sort of entrance or exit down there if there was something down there that came yeah the other side well i mean if it was like a crab or bear crab like it could have been still small like the rats well, but if uh, it was big then i mean i never saw it i just heard it and back to the rats we heard something dangerous down here just before the water happened so you might want to be really careful. I I don't know if there's something nasty down here. Do you do you know if there's there's something bad? Well, we almost died. That's pretty bad. Yeah, us too. But but besides the water, is there anything else that's usually down here that like uh something that would attack you? Um, you know, they, they sort of say, like, sure, <laughs> lots of things eat rats. <laughs> and after I translate that for everybody, I will say, um, yeah, I, I wish I could turn in, I wish I could turn into a dolphin because I think they're smart creatures and I'm not having a lot of luck with the rats. Oh, that was a burn. I mean, it's uh, it's the it's Did honestly. Did you say the, that to the rats? No, I'm saying that to you. Um, and then I'll turn back to the rats and say, "I hope you make it back to the party safely." And um, if you if you see our other friends, would you? I don't know what you would do. Would you just wave and say hi or something? Well, I no, don't know. To grab their hair and like move them a place. Because that's how it works. Something tells me if again if, animated film, if Feruza yeah they were animated. By the rats. <laughs> They're very animated. Something tells me if Robin and Feruza <laughs> saw a bunch of rats just waving to them, they'd have an idea of what was going on. Ooh, they but, might think yeah. it's you, Neb. They, they could that too. I mean, but... I don't know though. It's really ridiculous to think of Robin and Feruza <laughs> following a small little creature that they don't know. Like I, that would never happen. I, you know, stranger things have happened, so maybe maybe they would. I mean, we, especially if it was a rat that one of them recognized, or if they thought it was me. And then back to the two of them, I'll say, mm -hmm. on your way back, if you happen to see our other two friends, could you try to direct them back here? Um, they both sort of smile and go, yeah, sure, no problem. And sort of wave at you as they try to jump up into their little hole. And good I'll luck. Just, good luck to you too. Glad you're okay. I'll turn back to the others and say, "Cool beans." Was wow, uh, that's not a term I've heard in a while. I wonder what the last <laughs> tourists who were here were like. The rats picked up a lot of idioms that are really interesting. <laughs> Wish I had more time to talk to them. Um, no, I, I'm sorry. I was hoping the I was hoping that would be more help, but at least 
Uh, I think... Well, at least we know that these were the rats from up above, and this water definitely came from there. Absolutely. Um, sort of, uh, knowing there was the handprint on the wall, um, can I, yes. uh, sort of run my hand along the wall? And almost absentmindedly, I'm doing the, like, the Johnny, 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 whoops, Johnny, whoops, Johnny. <laughs> Because I, yeah. I, the, the skip three don't slip is sort of in my yeah. head. And yeah, in so your I'm mind. So I'm trying to do it with the skipping the third as I'm sort of uh -huh. strolling around the walls and, and absentmindedly um, fiddling with uh, one of my necklaces. Okay. And, um, and, and real quick, just as that is happening, are we taking trying to take a short rest? Uh, asking is this uh, Maeve the plan? Yes. And then Neb. Neb is feeling pretty tired and got hurt. So unless, and so the thought of climbing up is, yeah. If we can take a little rest before we do that climb, I'd appreciate it. All right. So then Silas is okay. also just going to sit down, and then you uh, just um, hear like eventually it's almost like he's bored, uh, and then he's just like, "You fly so high." I get a strange magic, and I, I'm just like idly singing. But then, if anybody spends hit points, you're going to get uh, an extra one d six. So, or hit dice rather, you're going to get an extra one d six during the rest. Fantastic. So you all will take, you know, your proper short rest uh, in this space. You can, you know, stay hooked into your ropes and anything so that you can't fall mm -hmm. off your ledge. Um, we'll also, when we come back. Um, uh, Maeve say that, you know, in your sort of casual, just Johnny whoop, Johnny whoop, just sort of checking things, we'll see what you find. Um, but we'll let you rest and come back to Feruza and Robin with their little hummingbird friend standing opposite this giant statue. Great, uh, Scott, what are we looking at here? I'm gonna ignore the fact that it looks like we've reached some sort of a dead end and just focus on the fact that we're standing in front of a massive statue of who? Who is this? You know, I once was a volunteer at the History Museum. Yeah? Maybe I can make sense of these runes somehow. I, I never learned to read them, but I might- Hold on. Hold on a second. I may not have seen as many movies as Silas, but I do know that touching a rune in a deep cave is probably not a great idea. So let's not touch them. We'll just look for now, yeah? All right, we won't touch the statue. Got it. Okay, okay. Good idea. Are there any names or anything at the base of it? Any names that we know in English? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can give me an investigation. <laughs> I'd like to, to just too, help. Robin? Yeah, we're, okay, yeah. we're helping help? each okay. other. So oh, helping each other. Yeah, roll investigation. Uh, what is what is your intelligence base modifier, Robin? A uh, three plus three. A three, and then what is your investigation bonus, Feruza? Investigation. I'm a minus one, so for some reason Ooh. I have nothing in this case. Oh no! So you're <laughs> just rolling. <laughs> I'm just rolling. Yeah, I'm just rolling. For you're no just reason. rolling, and it'll be a plus. It'll be a plus plus two. Two. It'll be great. Five. Or wait, <laughs> you rolled yeah, a five with a seven. Wait. It was a five, yeah. It was low. <laughs> All right, great. Low. For a seven. Uh, so you don't even see any language, right? It all seems to be just like 
images and patterns and uh, sort of funny. And um, yeah, it's hard to really make sense of them all. Hmm. Do we recognize, does it, does it, is it a human face or is it like a, like a bass statue yeah, it looks or something? Like a human, looks like a human face. It's, it's face is very um, sort of neutral, like a, um, a, mannequin. a mannequin or something like uh -huh. that. It doesn't have like strong features uh, in any way, but. Uh, what are, what's the statue wearing? Like if it's stone or whatever, but what is, what is the garb? Almost nothing. Oh. It looks just like, again, almost sort of angularly carved, um, you know, uh, in a way, like almost like little boxes what? chipped away. And in um, fact, yeah. as you look down as its feet, Robin, you think actually its feet are sort of stuck to the ground as if they've carved this out of the very stone you're standing on. Oh, um, uh, Robin would like to, I don't know if this rock, the statue, like, is up against the wall, but I'd like to look behind it. Okay. So it's about three feet in front of the wall. Um, as you sort of peer around the side of it, you can see that there's a, a ledge, um, about, you know, two, three feet behind it. Uh, and on that, just barely, it's just the wrong angle to read it, but you think you see some carving. Something okay. etched into the stone behind it. Uh, Robin would like to get a closer look at that. <laughs> do you gonna move up towards it? Yes. Uh, yes, you but I'm do. not touching the statue. <laughs> <laughs> as you begin to move fast, even as you attempt to move past it without touching it, its arm suddenly animates, slashing down in front of you, preventing you from passing. Its head slowly turns down as if it's looking towards you. Oh. And you hear in the echo of the space, Give me what I crave. You didn't say that, Robin, right? You didn't did. say that. No, I, I didn't. The statue just spoke to us and it said, give him what he craves. Should we ask him what he craves? Sure. Okay, yeah, go you ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. And Fruz is gonna stand up and adjust her boiler suit pants. Be the lawyer. <clears throat> That's right. I've done this before. Sir, where were you on August 1st of 1920? Wait, no, wrong, wrong, wrong. Um, <laughs> what is it that you crave? It sort of head moves back. It keeps its arm right there where it was, Robin, you know, venting your passage and turns back towards you. Its eyes flash blue. And you see from that every sort of etching in all of its body sort of lights up momentarily as if light is just shining from within. And it then suddenly goes out. Uh. I, I don't even know what to make of it. The etchings that are on him, they're mm -hmm. they're sort of like that, like they're they don't make sense. They're sort of like weird, right? They're not letters. They're they don't seem to be symbols. letters. No, you don't see symbols. any language. They seem to be some more symbol symbolic. Yes. 
something tells me that this is not a dead end. I don't know why and how, but something tells me it's not. Um, I generally don't want to touch this one <laughs> or go back where you did because he, he kind of actually stopped you. While I'm talking, Robin, you realize that I'm trying not to lose it. How tall right. is this thing again? How tall is this again? This not thing ten. is 10 feet tall. The statue is 10 feet tall. Uh, Robin quickly pulls out, you know, some candy and like pulls out a piece of candy, a little granny candy, you know, those little uh, watermelon uh, candies. I want one too, thank you. I'll take one. <laughs> yeah, Sugar-free hard candies. Yeah. And, and just be like, you are right, doing come. so well. This is, don't worry, I'm just as frightened as you are. Uh, we have to give it what it craves. What is that? What do stone statues crave? <laughs> Did you offer him a piece of candy? How about oh, this? Okay. You ask him this time. Maybe you'll remind it of, of someone he knew in a past life. I'm, re I'm, I'm, grabbing, I'm grabbing at straws here. Robin, help me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robin will turn to the statue and you said yes. that there's something at the base. There's like writing or is it just more symbols no there's no writing on him okay. anywhere uh it's really just these like swirling symbols in and out as if his whole body's been sort of carved or chiseled or tattooed in some way uh what you notice at the base is that his the feet of this statue just sort of uh transition into the stone that the stone that the floor the stone floor that you're standing on was just carved whatever this was a stalagmite whatever it is would just carved into the statue that it is its feet are attached to the floor in here i've got it carved what what a stone statue who's been stuck here for who knows how long craves is freedom i don't want this thing walking out of here <laughs> i mean you have any other ideas? Or maybe we could just kind of, you, you got your axe? You could chop through the I think that will probably go really badly for us. However, I think you might be onto something now that I think about it. Because when we spoke to it, what did it do? It lit up. Isn't that usually a happy sign? Something lights up and it's happy? Or no? when it's about to kill something, maybe. <laughs> Charging up like a power. Robin. Uh, Yes. We are stuck in a cave with a talking statue that is 10 feet tall. We have got to figure out what is going on here, or we're not going to get out of here. And we have no idea what happened to Silas, Maeve, and, and Neb, and, and there was an earthquake or something that happened, so they may already be dead. Hold that thought. She's going to okay. pull out her Polaroid camera and take a picture of the statue. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Put that away for his scrapbook. <laughs> Just take it. Make yes. sure you have it. Oh my goodness, the others. You're right. But this is what we forgot. I'm sure they're fine. Right? Right. You know what? I'm gonna ask him again in a more forceful voice. Uh, okay. Oh wait, wait, can I try something first? Yes, please. By all maybe, means, maybe Robin. instead of force, we use kindness. Maybe that's what it craves. 
All right, here we go. <clears throat> and, and Robin's going to walk up and kind of look at the statue and just be like, <clears throat> how are stars like false teeth? <laughs> they both come out at night. <laughs> Again, the eyes light up as you speak to it, as you address it, and seem to, again, the light seems to just burst from within its body, lighting up all of these different little carvings and spaces within it. Um, what are both of your perception bonuses? Oh gosh, uh, perception, perception. Oh, plus, plus two. Plus two. All right, so plus four together, we'll go ahead and say, okay. As you look at it together, you feel like there's a pattern in how it's lighting up as you watch it. And it seems like it's almost going in like a clockwise direction as if you know, sort of the one, the left shoulder first, then down to the left leg and hip and then over the right leg and hip and then up to the sort of right shoulder and then out. It sort of beats alive in this sort of pulse clockwise around its body. Robin, what? are you thinking what I'm thinking? Not this time, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> you were very in sync. <laughs> Not this time. Okay, that was, first of all, that was a very good joke, and whatever you just did worked. <laughs> it worked? It did. The lighting pattern is actually like a sentence or something. Like whatever things it's lighting up are the, are the symbols we're supposed to follow and then somehow sit here and decipher with no scry and no idea how we're doing. However, I think that could be it. Maybe we should track, somehow track what letters are, are being lit up along the way, the pattern. There's something to that pattern. Don't you feel it? Where's Harold? Where's Harold? <gasps> Uh, Harold is flitting around in here somewhere. He can okay, come okay. back up and sit <laughs> on your shoulder. He has not disappeared yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yet. Um, mm -hmm. uh, all right. Uh, it's, it's I mean, worth I don't know how we're, how we're going to do that because it seemed to go so fast, but, uh, sir, the next time you light up, can you do it very slowly so we can pay attention because we want to give you whatever it is you crave. As you address him, his eyes light up, the light moves through the crevices. It is a tad slower. It does light up in the order around his body. And as you look, you do think that perhaps specific symbols are lighting up a little bit more strongly than others. All right. Uh, Robin is gonna reach in her, and this is something I really have, is uh, she's gonna yes. pull out um, uh, post-it notes. <laughs> she's gonna start and and as we do this and and talk to the talk to the statue she yes i'm gonna start taking one symbol to one post-it note and kind of like sticking it to the wall <laughs> so we can arrange them perfect fantastic so um what you notice is that um the spaces in sort of the center, the brightest spots of these, the, the lighting up of things, um, look like pictures. The first one on this, you know, sort of first shoulder um, looks like leaves, 
almost like a branch of ivy with some leaves sprouting off of it. Down at the hip, you see what appears to be flames, sort of pictorial flames. The other hip looks like clouds and the final shoulder are waves. Oh. What? I, I used to love this show. I know exactly what I need to do. And, and don't say I was too old for it. <clears throat> it's the four elements. It's the four. The last thing it needs is heart, right? It needs heart last. I don't know if that's really true, but I know that we're dealing with some sort of <coughs> elemental power. Some elemental power. I hope he doesn't need a human heart. It's what we have to What if it just out. needs a hug? <laughs> a heart. Okay. Um, <clears throat> now that we've figured out this, this pattern, should we try pressing those? <laughs> if... If Silas only was here, he would tell us it was that that movie, that movie with the with the the fifth <laughs> element or something. Oh, you know it. Maybe you're the fifth element, Robin. <laughs> Boy, do I wish. <laughs> That's so kind of you that I could save humanity. Ah, uh, okay. No, we have to bring each piece of the of the elements and and give it what it craves. So we need water and, and water. dirt and air and and oh, wait, water. Water, water and, and, and some sort of greenery. All right, we can do this. <sighs> so we're gonna go back the way we came and maybe we can get the others and bring them back and show them what we found. Great idea, but how do we do that? How do we get back <laughs> the way we came? How do we get back to again? So no, <laughs> we don't know where they, they caved are. caved in. They caved yeah. in. That's they right. caved in. Things uh, got, think, did, did, our, did our way back, it, it got broken and, and, and obstructed, right? We can still get back to the mine shaft, but we can't get to them as far as I know unless we find another way. We're gonna have to find another exit. Okay, um, really quick, just for peace of mind, Harold, are you with us? Flies in front of you. Robin? Yes? Ask him. It's your husband. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Harold, my dear, you've gotten us this far. I suppose it's more important right now to find the others. Yes, can you do something. Can you find us another way, any sort of tunnel that might lead us to them? Um, Harold, or the hummingbird <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that we have uh, decided is Harold. Exactly. Um, flitters around you somewhat distressed. Confused, it sort of seems agitated now. Uh -oh. What's wrong, Robin? You have that look on your face again. I don't think Harold knows how to get to them. I now I'm really worried about them. Me too. Maybe um, 
I wonder if... I wonder if we can send Harold to them. Or is that a bad idea? I don't think Harold knows where they are. That's true. Okay, all we can do right now while we're trying to figure it out is just keep looking around this area without... Is this Steve? Who is this, I wonder? <laughs> without upsetting him. It very well could be. Um, okay. Robin is Steve and Harold. <laughs> <laughs> Robin awful. would like to go back to the bridge. I don't know how far it is to walk to the from the oh oh you'd have to you'd have to jump across that chasm. Yeah, oh. we have to go back or that crevice again. That's we no, that'd <laughs> be that'd be too hard. Yeah. Okay, I guess we're in it to win it. <sighs> okay, you know what? We're forgetting something in all of this, Robin. Mm -hmm. And Fruza gestures widely to the cave room. We're forgetting yes. something. Oh. I forget. Oh, okay. No. Huh. We're forgetting <laughs> that you saw something on the back wall. Yes. Steve, Steve, we're gonna name him Steve for now. Did not want you to look at that. But why? Because we need to give I him what he craves. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So All until right. we give him what he craves, we are not allowed to read what's on the back wall. Is that it? Exactly. Steve, is that it? <laughs> Steve's eyes light up and inside all the lights up. Boom, 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 Does, boom. Is there anything on his heart chest area? Is there? Um, more designs, but you don't recognize them. They're not, it, it's, now that you've taken a closer look, it's pretty staggering that these are okay. pictures of things that you recognize. In here, again, it starts to look more runish, more sort of designy rather than literal. Those four things. Okay, the floor we're standing on, like, um, Frizz is just gonna adjust her headlight and just look down at her feet. Although I do like avoiding looking at my feet because oftentimes below me is not what I wanna see. <laughs> but is there anything on the ground that's like, or is it just flat earth stone? Uh, moist. Investigation check, please. This is a bad idea. <laughs> is that but maybe. Is that right? Maybe. 18. Woo! Look <laughs> at that. Um, so as you kind of look down, it does look sort of a little weird to you. And you bend down over, sort of pushing some of the dust and dirt aside. And you can see that the whole ground has these little chisel marks in it as if it's been chiseled away with a it's like a, a hand tool um and, and the more that you sort of look around you this entire cavern feels very hand carved um every single inch of it has like individual unique markings of of you know a hand tool having been used to hewn it I don't think, Robin, that this was part of that tour that we were supposed to come on. However, this is an important room. Somebody did this on purpose, by hand, everything, look. And Robin's just gonna, no Robin, first just gonna show Robin all the, the etching she sees on the floors and the walls and yeah. look at this. What if, this is, this was deliberately done for a reason. 
All right. And you were supposed to find it, I think. I think that's right. I think what's behind that statue are the letters that we need to find the shard. Uh, I still think what it wants is freedom, but maybe you not. Do? I don't know. I'm... Ah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> maybe I'll... Okay, so just to be clear, anything that's on the, the runish parts don't really feel yes. like words or anything they just kind of feel no like de words. decorations they feel decorative yes okay all right boy <sighs> if only we had the others here okay so wait now okay so we right now we have theory number one theory number one and then um Faruza just starts like putting some things together so like, if theory number one is that these are the yes. elements and he's looking for the 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 he needs a heart the heart um number two Number two theory, he's been here alone for who knows how long. Maybe he craves human touch. All right, I'll do it. I'll give him a hug. Okay, so wait, let's do, let's do it together. So if we're going to burn, oh. we're going to burn together, Robin. I don't, okay. I mean, it should be good if <laughs> one of us makes it out alive. But okay, I'm all in. I... I don't think I could I could leave you here burning, so we have to do it together. All right, let's go. Group hug with Steve. Group hugging Steve. Okay. Yeah, both of us. As like, you can reach we, like, grab hands first. Can we grab hand one hand first? Yes. Yeah. Sisterly love, you hold each other's hands, approach the giant statue, Steve, and throw your arms around it. Um, as you do, any bit of your arm that passes towards the other side, as if it's going to get behind him, his arms slam down on either side of your own hands. Give me dexterity saving throws to pull your arm out of I have advantage because... Um, you have advantage. No! Yeah, uh, because her reflexes are very fast because she's a lumberjack. <laughs> yes, so yes, say... your lumberjack reflexes. Okay. Yep, 17. <laughs> a 17, a okay. Feruza, as you see the arm coming down, you immediately pull your arm back. Robin, however, you're so enthusiastically going in for this uh, hug, you miss it as it begins to come down towards your hand. Ooh, that is a 19 to hit you. Yeah. Okie doke. All right. <laughs> Ooh, yuck. Ooh, yuck. Um, shoot. Bring it that's on. 11 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> as it slams down on your forearm, you feel the bones crack as your arm gets stuck between the side of its arm and the side of its body. Um, your hand, you lose all feeling towards the front half of your hand as blood begins to drip from that space. You are now trapped in its arm. Okay. And with that, I think we will have to say goodnight <laughs> and pick this up again <laughs> next oh <my> week. Gosh. <laughs> if you'd like one more thing to do, I'll offer it to you. Nope. Robin for real. Okay. Okay. I, 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 okay. I okay. have an idea, but we'll nice get to it next time. Yeah. We'll it get to denied it a granny hug. <laughs> 
So uh, as we end here today, we have Beruza and Robin uh, having um, faced the wrath of <laughs> the stone Steve. Um, <laughs> the uh, wrath Robin Steve. is in a particularly precarious precarious position. Uh, we have Silas, Maeve, and Neb taking a long rest on a ledge in a dark cavern from which they seem to have no exit. Uh, and we will pick up with that later on. So thank you all so much for being here with me. And remember that life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. Good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Arte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.